How many times do you have to stab a person in order to kill them? I'm asking for a friend, of course. Welcome back to the Little Hops of Horrors podcast. I'm John. I'm your host. This is my 14th attempt (laughs) at trying to record this particular episode. So let's see if we can get it right this time. Uh, Today we're doing Scream 5 and six. Yeah, we're double dipping here today. We're also going to be doing some old guard IPAs. These are these are the pioneers that uh, that, that got us here on, on the hazy IPA train. Um, the New England IPA, you know, the, the less piney, the more citrus forward, the more palatable, you know, because I mean, man, some of those West Coast are rough. And if, uh, if you suffered through all that stuff to get here, you know, I commend you. Um, if you just were able to enjoy all the fruits of our labor also, you know, welcome beers is fun. You know, it's, it's a good time. So, but today we're going to be doing some alchemist and we're going to be doing some, uh, Lawson's, you know, sip of sunshine in particular, the alchemist beers we're doing are focal banger and heady topper. Um, these are beers that you just got to get, you see them, you haven't had them, get them. That's that's all there is to it. There are some beers, you know, bucket list beers. There's a uh, country song about that, about like graduating high school and like not knocking up your sister or something like that. And you know, these are bucket list beers, uh, but bucket list craft beers. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, it's been a long night. Like I said, uh, this is my 14th attempt at recording this. I already logged a 50 minute, 50 minute. Yes, you heard that. Not one five. Five zero uh, episode on these two movies in particular, but it got a little too, you know, winded for me to. Uh, I didn't want to put it out. I, you know, I tried and uh, just didn't want to do it. So, anyway, um, Alchemist Lawson's. You see these these breweries, you know, hanging out on your shelf or or, or whatever. Come, you know, they, they they might do you know a special drop, which I know that. Uh, alchemist in particular will do they do one quarterly and uh which is smart because it kind of makes it an event you know you don't get tired of seeing it you don't just you know you walk in to grab your beer however often you do you know once a week once every two weeks once a month whatever it is and you don't see that same can sitting there so you're you know it intrigues you when it comes in it's a it's a good marketing ploy you don't get tired of it and i know from experience that focal banger which is the one i'm drinking now uh seven percent ipa sitting at four four one on untapped um that's the one that tends to go first and i can tell you from experience it is a little more uh, approachable um citra and mosaic which again confuses my palate i hate mosaic but i love citra so it's a it's a real you know, uh, it's an experience to say the least. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to move on here to the movie. Now I remember Ghostface when I first saw him back in the nineties, uh, this is the scream franchise obviously. And I was really worried that, you know, I had just come up from my first, you know, couple slasher flicks, you know, if it was, you know, uh, child's play or nightmare on Elm street, Going to Ghostface uh, was different. It wasn't as scary. It was like that middle of the road between like a like a Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark, and then like you know Friday the Thirteenth, something like that. 
it was so scary, you know, as, as an eight, nine year old, when I first saw these movies, he invades your, your home, you know, that's your safe space. That's your, that's your haven. That's where you, you know, you feel most comfortable. And, and anytime anybody gets into your, you know, your safe space, it's, it's, no, I don't like that (laughs) at all. It's, that's where you're most vulnerable. Um, and, and I thought this movie might be dated in, in the technology aspect because, you know, the first, uh, the first movie, obviously there's like landlines and, and I don't know anybody today that has a landline personally, unless you're trying to save a couple bucks on cable, but I, I don't know anybody that has one. So right off the bat, um, you know, I'm kind of like taken aback when that's how they introduced the movie. Now I get the nod to the one in the, you know, the nineties and all that stuff. But, um, what did make this movie fun, this series fun, was you didn't know who the killer was. It was somebody running around in in a mask and stabbing people. And I love the the directions that they'd steer you and you would always try to guess because that's what I try to do in a movie. And I think, you know, I, I mean, I can't be alone in that, right? That's the fun of the movie is you're trying to figure it out so you can be like, oh, I knew it was him all along or it was her or whatever. However you sound when you say stuff like that. But um yeah, I mean, I, I obviously can respect the uh, the homage to the original when you have Wednesday Adams. Forgive me for not remembering her name in this movie, but what I do remember is that uh, she is talking about um, when she gets a talking to this guy. Once she gets a talking, uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Sorry, my fucking foghorn leghorn over here now. Well, I say it, boy. I say. It. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> like I said, I've already logged some time tonight and I've gotten through some beers. Uh, now I feel like Kramer, but you can't see me. Ah. I love that they do um, real world horror movies. You know, they, they, they talk about uh, Hereditary and Babadook. And these are two like iconic movies of the past 10 years or so. And uh, she drops those names right away as like two of her favorites. I'm like, cool. It's not just like, oh yeah, I love Stabathon 4000. I don't know why I came up with that, but you know, it's not just like generic ass name. Like they actually bring in real names and like, oh, cool. So she likes A24 movies. This is pretty neat. Um, But this, this movie gave me a little bit of like, uh, have you seen New Nightmare? Wes Wes Craven, Wes Craven. That's a weird name to say. It's like brewery, Wes Craven brewery. Um, Maybe it's just weird for me because there's like a W and an R and I don't want to mix it up in my head. I do that a lot, even like without beer. I I fucked that up. Wes Craven's new nightmare. How's that for sultry? Um, (laughs) But he, that, that movie, if you haven't seen it, it's a little bit of a head fuck, head fuck mindfuck same thing anyway they um it's about like the real life events of of nancy and her living through her freddy krueger experience and it kind of you know her her nightmares and and the script for the movie kind of intertwine and become one it's kind of hard to explain i don't want to like you know i'm not going to do it justice you know, talking on here, you gotta, you gotta go see it. If you're a fan of, of Freddie and, and that franchise, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, Wes Craven, I believe is the one that brought all this to life. And, um, you know, the, the whole 
keeping you guessing on the killer aspect is, is definitely fun. Um, you know, if you like the Scream franchise, I think you'll probably enjoy these two. Even if you don't, uh, if you're not a huge fan of the originals or at least like the fucking five sequels that they had, I was a little worried about it, but this was a fresh take and I definitely enjoyed these both more than I thought I would. So move on a little bit here. Um, it's cool that they, they, they kept some of the, uh, the original characters, um, sort of, uh, I, I hate the forced storyline between, uh, officer Doofy and <laughs> Dewey, a scary movie. fucked me up on that one. Cause I can only ever see that dude as officer Doofy now. And, uh, Gail swallows or Gail weathers. I mean, and they, uh, their forced love, you know, you know, bullshit script of, you know, you, you didn't have to leave me and would it, why didn't you just say something and I would have stayed? It was just such a forced, like, I don't need this bullshit, like, days of our lives, you know, drama. I just want to see someone get stabbed and, and, and I'll be okay. That's why I'm here. I want some cool jump scares and someone to get stabbed. And that's it. That's it. But uh, Billy being back was neat. And he's, like, the main catalyst. Well, at least he's, that's what starts off this this whole, like, reboot of the franchise because his daughter is is blamed for uh for an attempt on on her sister i believe and uh because he's he's she's the daughter of the most famous killer in that town the one that started this entire thing and uh you know there's a there's a film franchise after all the events and the killings that happened and all that stuff you know they they capitalized off of this and that gail weathers you know monica from friends she uh she's not really well liked around there <laughs> because she's like, Oh man, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm going to write a book and make a lot of money while you suffer and die. Uh, so she's kind of a douchebag <laughs> this whole, you know, series. And did you see her bangs? Did you see her bangs? Look it up. Look up the bangs. Courtney Cox's bangs. Wait, that might be a weird thing to look up. Uh, hairstyle. There we go. Do the hairstyle thing instead of Courtney Cox's bangs. Um, <laughs> give, <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm going to jump onto this next beer here because uh, we're going to move through uh, move through this a little faster. We're going to Sip of Sunshine next. And again, these guys, I'm pretty sure that are Vermont. They're pretty available at least through, uh, let's see. Oh, no, Connecticut. Uh, I was wrong. They're all, you know, like 18 square feet wide. Those New England countries are all super tiny. What Arthur say, you know. Uh, they'd have the whole thing carpeted or something like that as a joke. <laughs> oh, that was the princess he was dating. Anyway, uh, back to scream. Um, I, I, does it bother anybody else? Now, may, maybe it's just me and where I grew up in, in Eastern or Western PA, <laughs> wrong side of the state. I grew up in a pretty modest middle-class home, right? Maybe like a, I don't know, just like a regular home to me, you know, I live in like a regular home. It's nothing big or lavish or anything like that. And, you know, anytime you watch these movies, you know, <laughs> everybody has these big ass houses and they're like, I'm a part-time bagger. It, it, what was that joke during the pandemic when like I, I fertilized butterfly farms and my husband is like a concept artist for, you know, whatever. And like our budget is 1 million. That's what all of these feel like. 
right? All of these houses that all of this stuff, you know, stuff takes place in, it, it, it's, <laughs> they're huge. They're big ass houses. And there's all these rooms. There's like, you know, three kitchens and, and, you know, Joanna Gaines is in there talking about her open concept bullshit. And she got French doors over here and French doors over there and fucking, you know, um, I just want to see them do a horror movie in like, just like a duplex or like a regular person's house where you can get from one side to the other in like four seconds. And, and there's, there's only like eight rooms total. Like that's, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see this whole, you know, mansion thing where everybody always has a place to hide and run and all that stuff. But that's just, <laughs> I don't know. None of these. And oh, another thing, all the houses are always like so tidy. Whose house is tidy all the time? It's not. Admit it. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. You got a pair of shoes somewhere that don't belong where they are. And you know that. You know that. Um, this tip of sunshine is real nice, though. Yes, I know that was random. Go ahead. Talk me for it. Sip of sunshine from Lawson's. Pretty available. Sitting in Four point three two on untapped, and it's eight percent. Um, that's a nice beer. It's not as bitter as as I thought it would be because these these were the OGs of the of the hazy IPA revolution, but they're not the uh, they weren't quite where we are now. If that makes sense, you know the ones we have now are like I mean you can still kind of see a little bit through these like they're filtered and. Um, you know, but they, they, they have some, some piney qualities to them, um, without being too bitter or too aggressive on, on that front, because a lot of the West coast stuff, we talked about that before, not my cup of tea. Um, and again, sorry for doing IPAs today. Again, we did some crispy boys last week. I was going to do sours tonight, but, uh, you know, being 35 and having heartburn for no goddamn reason kicked in and, uh, you know, one Tums wasn't going to cut it. So instead of suffering tonight, <laughs> I just went with some IPAs. Uh, next week, we'll do some sours. Unless I have a special guest. We'll see how that works out. Anyway, all right, let's get back to this movie here. Um, I I thought that the, 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 the technology was going to, you know, really ruin this movie. But uh, they, I thought they did it really well with like the luring of, of victims. You know, like the you know, essentially like a, like a GPS tracker, you know, Hey, come find me kind of thing. And people like walk out into the woods or whatever and get, you know, I thought they did a good job with that. Now, again, I did allude to earlier in the movie that they, they made an entire franchise off of the events that happened in this particular town, you know, with the, uh, it's called stab. That's their, that's the franchise that they had for all the stuff that happened. Um, and once these killings start happening, uh, it kind of piques the interest of the, the teens that are involved in this whole story and they become big fans or whatever. And they start watching these movies. And I, I, I like the self-aware factor that happens a little early on where they talk about like, you can't go anywhere alone. You can't do this. We always have to be with each other. We always have to check in. You know, I like that because it makes it, you know, it makes the viewer be like, okay, they're not going to take any easy outs. Um, and it, so much, in fact, that the one dude actually, he shuts down 
a girl, like his girlfriend, who's trying to like round the bases. You know, he's he homie stuck on third, and he, she's like, "I'll take you home. I'll let you. I'll let you get in there." He's like, "I'm not entirely sure you're not the killer, so I'm, I'm just gonna hang out down here." And then she gets super pissed, but um, yeah, she she gets she gets some stuff later on, but uh, we'll cover that. Uh, <laughs> um. There's a great scene where the chick from um, Yellow Jackets, I almost said Yellowstone, uh, Yellow Jackets, um, she's on the couch and she's watching a horror movie and she does the same thing that we all do, you know, whether it's you, you do it subconsciously in your head or, you know, you're, you're actually talking to your TV. I'm not a guy that does that, but I know some people that do, you know, and there's somebody sneaking up behind someone else on the screen and they're going to kill them or whatever. And she's like, so you're going to get it. You better turn around. And as she's saying that in real time, Ghostface is sneaking up behind her. And that's just such a great scene. That's so cool. And then, uh, you know, stabs her very casually and, um, camera cuts out. You think she's dead? Um, things start getting a little chaotic now. Uh, they're all at this house where the original killings happened. And then, you know, Gail and uh, what the fuck's her face? Sydney Prescott, they they show up because they're trying to, like, you know, revive this franchise. So, of course, they have to be there. And then Gail gets shot immediately by the other killer. Oh, that happens later. <laughs> Sorry. Happens like two minutes from now. Uh, I did like the part where... Uh, they all gather in the kitchen for whatever reason. I can't remember why they all get there, but they're all freaking out because somebody got stabbed or something, something like that. And the one chick pulls out a gun and just point blank shoots someone right in the face. And, uh, that was fantastic. That caught me off guard. I like one of those moments. That was great. Really enjoyed that. And now we're off. Now you're wondering, okay, well, where's the other killer? You know, is it, uh, is it, the, is it the sister? Is it the boyfriend? Is it somebody else? Is it, you know, who who is it? And that that's what's fun about this franchise is that they always kind of leave you hanging because you know there's more than one, you know, so it's just like, okay, well, the first one's been revealed. Who's the next one? You find out. It's Dennis Quaid's kid, right? Rain? No. Randy? Who's who, not the dorky one from Christmas Vacation? But like the good looking dude from Parent Trap, who's that that guy's kid? It's him. He's the other killer. And he's like kind of quirky and and fun in um in this the entire movie. He's kind of a dork and he's kind of nerdy. And I honestly didn't see him coming as as the killer. I thought he was, and I was like, nah, they're kind of like projecting him too much to be the killer. And then sure as shit, at the end of the movie, he's the killer. I'm like, fucking idiot. I missed it again. <laughs> I can't be the only one though. But that, again, that's what's fun about these movies is could be right, could be wrong. Um, we're coming up on a great, great scene here. Everybody's kind of in their battle. You know, the, the, the killers are trying to kill. Go figure, right? So out of character for them. Uh, <laughs> but they get isolated. And, and the dude's trying to track down his girlfriend. And he's left with uh, Gil Swallow's. The, the chick is left with uh, 
Gail Swallows and Sydney Prescott, and they're all stabbed or hurt or injured in the same exact area. Like they all end up just getting like a kidney shot, either shot or stabbed right there. So apparently you can like get hit there and everything's okay. Uh, like literally nothing happens to you. Um, according to this movie anyway, but <laughs> there was a funny moment. She gets smacked in the face and she calls out like fucking hand sanitizer. Are you kidding me? And I thought that was really funny at the time. Turns out foreshadowing. Yeah. She, <laughs> she gets her ass like shot or kicked. I can't remember right onto her. Sorry. I watched this last weekend. Okay. It's been a hectic fucking week. We're getting ready for our baby. Bear me. Uh, and it's been a minute um, since I've been trying to get this done, but she, <laughs> I just remember her ending up uh, on this stove and catching on fire. And I'm like, this is fantastic. What a fucking great way to kill somebody. And that is our kill of the week. Still working on the drop, still working on trying to figure out how the fuck to get my goddamn intro music on here. Zencaster. Yeah. If you're listening, I don't really think you're helping me because everything you're telling me isn't working. You dickheads. Um, maybe calling them names isn't going to help me. But uh, Sip of Sunshine has been fantastic uh, so far. Nice and, you know, approachable. Uh, not as good as Focal Banger, but pretty good. I've enjoyed that a little more than I thought I would. Not that I don't enjoy these old school guys, um, but just I'm so used to the, you know, how far we've come since these. And, um, you know, they're bitter. They're just a little bit bitter. So, all right, we're at the end of the movie here. You know, the the killer's been revealed. Killers have been revealed. And uh, everybody's stabbed and dead and all that stuff. There's a scene where Sam, who she's like the main character, she's Billy's Billy's daughter, you know, the, the killer from the original one. That's his daughter. And... Uh, she goes nuts on her boyfriend, like stabs dude a solid like 25 times. And he's like, wait, 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 can we talk about this? And that's what prompted my question. How many times can you fucking stab somebody before you, you know, (laughs) where's the line? How many times can you stab or be stabbed? Like dude out in the backyard get stabbed a bunch of times and then like ah i saw him he blinked he's he's okay and then he's in the next movie and the chick that was watching the horror movie upstairs she's in the next movie like everybody survives which whatever like i'll give you one pass that's fine you know i don't even i don't care i don't care i don't care um that was that was scream five uh it was fun you know, uh, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. Um, it was a good, it was, it was a good ride. Uh, the kills were okay, uh, but it was just kind of cool getting back into that franchise like that. It, it felt like a first time feeling because I, I hadn't watched any of these and I don't, I don't even know how long. Scary movie really ruined this stuff for me um, because they just they did such a good job at making it a parody that it was hard to kind of like get back into it and take it seriously, you know, and, and that's not always the case for the movies that they do, but this one in particular, just, <laughs> it just really, really ruined it for me. Um, so we're going to jump into scream six here. And, uh, I, I like, again, how they implemented the, um, 
the technology into this uh, this franchise. I, I thought it was going to hold it back, and it actually made it a little more, uh, you know, terrifying. Uh, there's a scene with a young woman. It opens up. She's in a restaurant. She's waiting for her date on, you know, a dating app, if it's whatever it is. And the guy's like, hey, I can't find this place, you know. And he he exposes, well, probably something a little close to home for a lot of people. You know, vulnerability, hope. You know, everybody's out there to look for their, you know, their 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 friend or, the, you know, their next best friend or their next, you know, lover or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you, you tend to kind of like let your wall down. And, and, and you, it, it's easy to be, you know, naive because this, this one's different, this one's different, or this one's, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, she gets lured right out into an alley and just stabbed to death. And, uh, I think I, they did a really good job at, it at, at portraying, you know, some of the dangers of like the technology that we have today. And, you know, there wasn't a landline involved in this one or anything like that. Um, where you find out that she was a teacher at the university that all the kids from the town that, you know, yada, yada went to go figure very convenient, but uh, they all want to pay homage to, and that's the whole reason of the, the, the last film was that they wanted to make their own stab franchise film. And, you know, so now it has this like cult following of, you know, fucking psychos that want to kill people so they can get in their own movie. Uh, which is kind of fucked up if you think about it. <laughs> I didn't really think about that until now. There's people that just want to kill people just so they can be in a movie. Wow. But, you know, one of the, uh, one of her, you know, one of the, the fellow students of Wednesday Adams is, uh, is a big stab franchise guy, actually him and his roommate. And uh, she, he's the one that kills the teacher. And he gets a phone call from Ghostface, which he assumes is his roommate. He said, I thought we weren't going to use the voice. He's like, God, I'm just getting used to it. You know, plays it off for a while and gets the guy talking. He's like, what was it like to kill someone? And he said something that stuck out to me. Now, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, and I, I'm a sucker for Time Suck, which is Dan Cummins, you know, in, informative podcast. And I listen to most of the serial killer stuff that he did on that. Why? I I don't really have an explanation. Do you have an explanation of why we're, you know, morbidly curious? Why why we're attracted to knowing why certain people do the things that they've done? Um, you know, but he he says something in that uh, not Dan Cummins, the 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 actor in Scream. He says something about each stab they felt less human. Like they felt more like just like a piece of meat. And a lot of them have actually said that a lot of serial killers have been documented as saying that as they just like dehumanize their victims, which is crazy. I thought that was kind of interesting that they just put that in there. And I don't know where they got the inspiration to do that. But anyway, um, I did find out a little bit about myself listening to these podcasts and then just going about my everyday life. Like if I was grocery shopping or, you know, dropping beer off for my old job, you know, talking to people and, you know, Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? Ah, oh, you know, just, you know, traffic's been shit and this and that, but you know, got to cook out this weekend going. And meanwhile, I'm listening to, you know, somebody talk about another human being disemboweling. <laughs> someone in in my you know earbud and it's just like 
what is wrong with me? Like, I don't know, man. Why are we like this? Why are human beings like this? Why do we like horror movies? Why are we fascinated with serial killers? What the fuck is wrong with us? I don't know. I hope you'll keep listening anyway. Maybe it's for the beer. Speaking of beer, how is Hetty Topper? I cheated. I drank it like an hour and a half ago. So um, it's a little better warmer though. Uh, it's definitely more bitter than the other two. It's um, it's sitting at 4.53. This is actually the highest rate of beer we're drinking tonight. It's my least favorite. So interesting how, uh, you know, how palates are, I guess. But it's an 8% double IPA from Alchemist. Not always available. Uh, they do drops in Pittsburgh every couple months. And, uh, and that's, that's kind of your best bet for trying one of these, unless you have a buddy or you're going on a vacation up there. Uh, but again, all of these beers are worth trying. These are the, they're the reason we're here today with, you know, what we have in our local scene. These are all, you know, inspiration and everything. So let's get back to scream six, right? Um, I, I thought that being in a in a city would would hinder uh, old Ghostface because he's got the disguise on and all that stuff. He kind of sticks out, you know. He's not just like your average New Yorker going for a slice of pizza or you know fucking Reuben or something. <laughs> you, you know, there's more of a chance to get caught. It's not that little town where you know you can hide behind someone else's hedges and you know scurry through a fucking back alley or something like there so many people around all the time. Like, how are you not going to get caught? Uh, but he seems to do his best. And, uh, you know, most of the movie, he gets away with it. Uh, up, well, they get away with it up until the very end. And we'll get there. Something I noticed, though, in this in this uh, particular movie, that he, Ghostface was probably the most ruthless that he's ever been like he, he I mean he felt like a D1 athlete like just being able to like fucking throw people through a goddamn entertainment center in Monica from friends apartment uh, or was that a wall I can't tell but like dude can just like I don't know I don't know how much like, he's so fucking strong apparently <laughs> I, I know I'm drawing the line there um but he was ruthless in this movie that 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 convenience store scene early on when you know he stabs dude who tries to confront him immediately and that dude was like a big guy and and it was kind of like a realist moment like okay so you even though you have muscle like people still just stab you if they want to <laughs> if they're if they're hell-bent on fucking killing somebody they'll do it uh but yeah he stabs like like the body counts a lot higher in this one it's it's violent you know, he gets a shotgun somehow. And, uh, you know, I like when, when they talk about this being like a sequel and that like nobody's off limits. Like I like that self-awareness in, you know, in a horror movie, I think that's kind of cool. And they, uh, you know, the girls are hiding in the convenience store and you're like, either one of these two could go right now, but they don't, they get away. And things start getting a little more complicated. You find out the storyline, yada, yada, but they try to go on their their lives and they're like, it's happening again. And they're all hanging out together, trying to stay safe. And, but they're in college and they have roommates and, you know, 
stuff like that. There's your first drinking cue. I believe that's 32 minutes. I made it 32 minutes, I think. Don't quote me on that because I haven't listened to it yet and I can't correct myself. But I think that's your first cue to drink if you uh, if you listened to last week. I took my own advice there. Um, yeah, the technology again comes into in into into play here in this next scene. So they're all hanging out. I think they're like playing card games or something like that. And I mean stuff like that. Yeah, get another drink. Get another one. Yeah, one more. Let's go. Okay, yeah, that's my least favorite beer of the night. Not that it's bad. It's just really bitter. And uh, I've already drank a lot of it uh, over the course of the night. (laughs) I like this next part because they're all hanging out. I think I said that part already. (laughs) They're all hanging out. That's the third time I've said it. And one of them gets an airdrop. And it's from like the... the What's the word I want to use? She's the girl that doesn't mind, uh, you know, exploring her body, so to speak. I think she's like that kind of girl is what they they portray her as in the movie. And um, she gets an, uh, everybody gets like an airdrop or her roommate gets an airdrop and they're like, oh, so-and-so. Because they hear like some rustling next door, yeah, like in the bedroom and they're like, oh, she must be having fun. And then they find out the ghost face is like in the apartment with them, which was so fucking cool. Like, you have zero time to react. This motherfucker's already in there. He's already stabbing your fucking friend. Like that was super cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, there were some. There were some cool scenes here. The uh, the escape out of that room was fun. Everybody, you know, goes chaos for a minute, and on you know, fucking hero on the other side of the apartment building. Uh, you know, strings up the ladder. And that one girl, she gets stabbed in like the her stomach or her chest or something like that. Like she's barely fucking, I mean, stuff like that. That's three. That's three, baby. Let's go. Something like that is also probably going to end up because I can't just replace it like that. I can't like that. Maybe that's just it. Maybe I can't say any. If I say any of those words, you have to drink. That's it. That's all there is to it. The uh, the escape route that 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 hero super guy does from one apartment to the other with the ladder, uh, which is unnerving because you're a couple stories up, and it's kind of realistic. Like I think we've all thought about having to do something like that, or not. I I don't know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't speak for everyone on that. Anyway, maybe I just look at everything as like I could do that. I I think I could get across that no problem. Maybe that was the better way to talk about it. So the last check, you know, she gets through and fucking Ghostface is plowing through this fucking door. Like he is just, again, D1 athlete. He's like fucking Aaron Donald. Like dude is just so fast, so strong, never gets tired. Like what the fuck is he on? Especially after you find out who he is at the end, who they are at the end of the movie. My God. Gets through and then this motherfucker. Now, have you ever tried to like shake a ladder? Right? Like that's not happening. The way he does it, it's not happening. They do it. I don't know who it is. Uh, but flipping her off of that ladder and her cracking her face off the dumpster was a oh, moment for me. Like I was like, oh like that. <laughs> like that was fun. That was a good that was a good kill. That was a runner up for uh kill of the week, which was definitely the uh 
the hand sanitizer. That was that was the best one. <sighs> hand sanitizer. Why did she say hand sanitizer? Foreshadowing. All right. So we're getting towards the end. Actually, let's check the notes, and I'll tell you where we are. Something. <laughs> I have a note here. How does Ghostface like not get CTE? Like, I feel like he just constantly they constantly just get cracked in the fucking head. And I know at the end of the movies they die or whatever, yada yada. But they just constantly get cracked in the fucking head by something, right? Like it's a cast iron pan, it's a vase, it's a fucking like anything. Anything. Monica from Friends has her little incident where like her boyfriend, who's like this big muscular dude, just gets taken down super easily and then thrown through a wall. Okay. Uh, and then chases her around. And of course, she she does the ploy of the twisted ankle. Like, let me just throw this little table out and like stop wasting time. Stop turning around. Like, <sighs> I hate that in horror movies. Stop turning around. Stop tipping over bookcases. It's not going to get you anywhere, idiot. Just run. But as we find out, Monica from Friends, her time's up. She gets stabbed. She gets killed. Well, not killed. She's on the verge. Sam, miraculously, I had, I had a fun uh, note here. She shows up, sees Monica. You know, I, I'm going to call her that. I don't know what the fuck her name is. Gail Swallows. Shows up, <laughs> sees Gail Swallows on the ground, barely, you know, alive. She's like, no, no, please stay. And the EMTs are trying to get to her to save her life. And Sam won't move. <laughs> She's like, no, you have to stay with me. They're like, ma'am, you have to move or else she's going to die. So you should leave. She's like, no, this is my friend. I need her. It's just really funny. She's just in the way of the EMT literally trying to do their fucking job. <laughs> but all right, we're going to jump to the, uh, the, uh, towards the end of the movie here. Uh, the subway scene, right? That's the one that, that was on the, you know, the previews. And it's like, which one's the real ghost face? Which one's the real killer? And it, 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 I guess it's like Halloween, you know, in New York when, when all this is happening. And, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of people, you know, on, on, the, uh, on the subway. And I can't remember where they're all trying to go. But they're all trying to go at the same time and stay in contact with one another. And, of course, two of them get separated, you know, very predictable. But, uh, you know, they're trying to keep an eye on who they think the killer might be. And they're all wrong, of course. That's a good stylent or stylent <laughs> idiot. Uh, silent kill or not. Yes, silent kill on the subway where, you know, he stabs chick. Uh in the stomach and then just like kind of lowers her to the ground and nobody notices somebody stabbing somebody else on the New York subway. Uh, I mean, I've only been on the airport subway. I think it's a subway tram maybe from one side to the other. And I think I would notice I've been to Kennywood a couple times too. And I think I would notice if somebody was stabbing another human being. I don't know why the Kennywood thing was relevant, but I feel like there are uh, subway type things there that I would notice if somebody was getting stabbed regardless. Um, this is where you kind of find out that, you know, this is, uh, this is bigger and whoever is chasing them now is a big fan of the franchise, not only the, the, the stab franchise, but like the whole, 
you know, the event. So like imagine being a fan of like Columbine and and then like every mass shooting or something after that and just collecting all this memorabilia. And that's like what they did in this movie, just like all these different outfits that every killer wore and like bloody shirts and like drawings and, you know, all kinds of crazy shit. They have everything. And they find out because they are joined by Hayden Pantanera, their Pan Panatera Pan. The chick from Remember the Titans. I can't. I can never say her last name like ever to save my life. Was she on Disney Channel? I think she was on Disney Channel. Anyway, uh, she's like an FBI agent now. I don't know. I, I didn't watch that screen, but apparently there was like a. You know that they do like a, a dramatic entrance, like a. Like, you know, there's like music and they do like that little wind in their hair and like lighting's real good. Like she's a somebody. They did that with her. And uh, I can imagine if you're a huge fan of the franchise and then you saw this in theaters, you were probably very excited. Uh, I did neither and I am neither. So I didn't know who the fuck this person was, but apparently, you know, they're a part of the franchise. <laughs> anyway, this chick's an FBI agent now, and she like leads them, and you think that she's the killer. That's how they set it up, right? She like locks them in, and I'm the only one that has a key, and yada yada. Well, you find out that it's not, and all this stuff, and uh, the cop that's been helping them the whole time is the bad guy, and his kids are the killers. And he just, I just remember that he just kept going on and on. Like the meat of this movie, right? The, the, the suspense, the kills, the, the hunting aspect, everything about it. All of that was so good, right? This was like maybe my favorite scream up until the last, like the ending of this movie where nobody could die. Uh, I mean, like a dude got stabbed literally through the fucking mouth. Uh, some the 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 Disney chick, the the FBI lady, she got shot a bunch of times, then threw a fucking tube TV. Have you guys had to move a tube TV in the past? I don't know, five years. Do you know how heavier those things are? Now, try getting shot and then throwing it, dude. Well, like. I, I just don't get this franchise. So like everybody just gets shot and stabbed a bunch of times and then you're just still okay all the time. Um, I don't know. I just, <laughs> it just kind of loses it for me just a little bit, just a little bit. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, the, 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 the comp gets his, the kids end up dying and, and everybody lives again. Everybody is dead. Right, like everybody gets stabbed and killed and whatever. You know the the boyfriend from the first one, not the boyfriend, the the brother and sister that were in the first one. Uh, they get stabbed and killed, except they don't. <laughs> they just get stabbed. To, you know, whatever. You you think they're gonna die and they don't. Everybody lives again. Like, is this fucking South Park? Are we just killing Kenny, but not really actually killing Kenny? Every episode, like you, you gotta come on, man. Give me some some finality here. I want I want some some actual death. <sighs> yeah, I get it going from one like the first movie to the next, but like after that, start killing some main characters off. You're gonna lose me. Aside from that, these movies were fun. Uh, definitely, definitely worth checking out. I I didn't I didn't hate them. 
uh, at all. Obviously, you know, some of it's kind of laughable. If, if you like the, the, the Scream franchise, you'll probably like this. Uh, they're definitely fun. There's some good kills. Um, it's funny. You know, they, I, I think they did a good job in, in, in you know, paying, paying respects to, to the OG films. But um, just like I think the beers that we drink today, pay respect to these OG IPAs. I think all in all, this was this was a good one. Um, next week, I'm not really sure what we're doing yet. Uh, it will be. I'm going camping, so I might try to do a camping one uh, with a special guest. A special guest? Am I Italian now? What the fuck? <laughs> um, but it's getting late. Time to wrap it up. Um, all in all, these movies are probably like right around a six and a half for me. Um, I think I liked the 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 meat the the story of six better, but I liked the reveal of five better, if that makes sense. So all in all, like you know, they're they're definitely worth checking out. Um, I don't think anybody will be disappointed watching these. Uh, wasn't like it was Cocaine Bear, which never got a remake. It never got its <laughs> the episode never got its remake because uh, that movie was just trash. So there, there's your review. Uh, that movie was trash, and it's never going to get reviewed. Uh, maybe in my end of the year most disappointing movies. Maybe we'll do that because uh, not every movie is going to make it on here. But next week we're going to try to do the Ritual. Um, that's a good camping movie. And I'm going to try to have a guest on. We'll see if we can make all that happen. If not, my birthday week, might be able to squeeze out one or two episodes. If the, you know, if the stars align that way, it'd be cool. Get ahead on something. Maybe give you guys like a solid like nine and a half, ten, like film for me. Like like one of the all-time great horror movies, something like that. Modern horror movies, of course. Um and, and some really cool, cool beers in that episode also. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but again, thank you guys for listening. We're at 46 minutes now. Uh, numbers are cool. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, we're getting bigger every episode. Uh, it seems, you know, more and more people are responding and listening. And, you know, I, I get to see all that stuff on Spotify. So thank you. Thank you. This is super cool. It's fun for me. I hope it's still fun for you. Uh, we're going to keep going as long as we're able to. And uh, yeah, I mean, I have over a year's worth of content to go through. So let's go. Let's fucking go. Uh, enjoy your Monday. We will catch you next Monday. And uh, as always, cheers. <laughs>